Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. There were two more murders 15 miles away. We have the weird described by one investigator as reminiscent of a weird religion. Every year, people look forward to receiving Christmas cards from family and friends. It was a Christmas card sent to St. John's County Cold Case Homicide Task Force in January of 1997 that would lead to a man who was arrested on December 29, 1996, to be connected to the murders of six individuals. So, if you like your coffee hot but your bones chilled, sit back and start your day with a morning cup of murder. The Christmas card that would change the lives of many was sent to Sheriff Neil Perry and contained a newspaper clipping that resulted in a man named William Darrell Lindsay being extradited from Asheville, North Carolina to St. Augustine, Florida, under speculation that he was involved with a number of cold cases in the area during the 1980s and early 1990s. Once in their custody, William Lindsay had no problem picking out the women from photos and giving details on their final moments. According to Lindsay, he preyed upon female sex workers or drug addicts and used their desperation for their next fix as a tool to lure them into his car. Lisa Foley, who disappeared on October 9, 1983, after a night out, was picked up by Lindsay and, during an argument after sex, was strangled to death and dumped in a secluded pit. Her body was discovered five days later. Next was Anita McQuaig, who got into Lindsay's car on November 29, 1998. According to Lindsay, the two argued and he bludgeoned her to death with a three-foot-long board. Her nude body was discovered in a burrow pit near St. Augustine Beach. She was covered with cigarette burns and bite marks. Colleen Terrell went missing on June 10, 1989, and her nude body was found just 12 hours after she entered the car of William Lindsay. She had been strangled with a rope and shot in the head with a 22 caliber gun. Despite what was becoming the, the pretty frequent violent murders of young women, the media barely seemed to cover these cases. These women were not seen as important and their deaths a product of the choices they were making. They were drug addicts and sex workers who lived in poverty areas referred to as crackhead corner. This helped to perpetuate a negative narrative of victim blaming and possibly left their cases colder longer. He then admitted to the murder of Lashana Streeter, who he picked up on March 1st, 1992, and, according to him, was kicked to death because she tried to rob him. Her body was found 10 days later. Cheryl Lucas disappeared in June of 1995, and, after stealing money and fleeing his car, Lindsay caught up and crushed her skull with a pry bar. In the middle of these confessions, William Lindsay also admitted to the murder of Denitha Hale, who went missing in 1993, and Diana Richardson, though their bodies have never been found. He remained undetected during his crimes until he was then arrested on December 29, 1996, in Asheville, North Carolina, on suspicion of the murder of Lucy Arnett Raymer. This arrest 
and the subsequent Christmas card helped to finally bring William Darrell Lindsay to justice when he was taken to St. Augustine in 1997 and gave the details investigators needed to charge him with six additional murders. While he was connected undoubtedly to seven murders, investigators believe he may be responsible for at least 20 murders in four southern states. He was tried and sentenced to 30 years in prison in 1999 when he was 64 years old and died in prison just a few years later. According to him, there was good Bill and bad Bill, and it was bad Bill who committed these crimes undetected for 13 years. Thank you for joining me in my morning cup of murder. Please join me again tomorrow to hear what terrible thing happened on December 30th. Don't forget to rate and subscribe and let me know how you like it. If you want to help support the podcast, there is always Patreon or just sharing it with your true crime-obsessed friends. And remember, stay safe. Thank you for listening to Morning Cup of Murder. This is a daily podcast that tells you what happened on this day in true crime history. In short, easy-to-listen-to episodes that you can finish on your commute or while you enjoy your morning coffee. So make sure you check back every morning. My name is Karina. I am the creator and host. You can find Morning Cup of Murder on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. I have also set up a Patreon where you can donate a small monthly contribution to the podcast. All those links are in the episode description. Thank you again and have a wonderful day.